you have to lead yourself first before you can lead others, not only with your clients, but also your kids. Like they do what they see rather than they do what you tell, right? More so. And, you know, I wanted to create strong daughters. So I had to be a strong person, no matter the fear. I'm Janet Ahmed, host of Hacks and Hobbies podcast and a digital presence advisor at HumbleZone. This episode is brought to you by Home Studio Mastery. I launched a consultation and course program to help podcasters and course creators to create a space in their homes that will reduce the friction of creating content and appearing their best when showing up on camera. The pandemic gave us a lot of issues, but this one is here to stay. We're now so much closer to our audience thanks to video becoming more popular and affordable. I help guide folks who want to create Hollywood-worthy studios to not only capture great content, but also build more confidence, more authority, and be more comfortable in front of the camera. If I can do it, you can too. And with my help, you can do it faster. So if you'd like to learn more, visit homestudiomastery.com and how you too can create a home studio that brings out your personality, professionalism, and possibilities. Thank you for tuning in to Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid. We're visited by our amazing guests coming from all walks of life. We want to learn their story, their struggles, and their journey on how they got to where they are today. So stick around. Today, I get to speak with Kevin Kwan. He's hired by coaches to nail down the message and psychology on how to attract, connect and enroll more sophisticated clients from their Facebook group and email lists. He's written over 30 different email funnels and sales pages for influencers in the health, wellness and personal development industry, increasing their program sales between 150% to 300%. Kevin has also crafted over 1,000 high ticket offers and position their content to convert for their clients of two multi-million dollar online coaching and consultant companies. Today, he shares his in the trenches wisdom inside his own program, using his own proprietary frameworks and systems to help coaches enroll more sophisticated clients from their Facebook groups and email lists. So let's dig into this episode as we speak with Kevin Kwan. Kevin, thank you so much for joining the episode. Thank you for having me. Pleased to be here. Awesome, man. So tell us a version of your journey that no one's heard of before. <laughs> so I did have a story and I had a feeling you're going to ask this question. So <laughs> I had to kind of really dig deep at what I wanted to share. So a lot of people that follow me know that I used to own a couple of gyms from 2009 to 2017. They know that I left uh, the gyms and I actually left the gyms when I reached my threshold where I was just so unaligned. So even though they're doing well, I was just unaligned with this thing that I built. I had a lot of staff and I had partners and it just... This thing that you wanted, where you thought you wanted, and you don't really know that you don't want it until you're you're in the thick of it. So I literally just walked away and my wife was three months out from giving birth to our first uh, child. And I was the main income earner. So I'm like, 
I told her that, you know, I'm not happy. I'm unaligned and I'm just emotionally drained. And I just want to go do this online thing where I can do what I'm really good at copywriting, being creative. Mm -hmm. So uh, a lot of people know that story when I left uh, the gyms and with like no payout and I had 30 days to make my mortgage. And in that 30 days, I didn't make, made 6K and then three months I made 10K. All with the system that I'm going to about to talk about in this show. We go that way. But here's what people don't know <laughs> is the goods. So what drove me to make that decision and be so brash about it and take fast action like that, even though in a situation that wasn't ideal, is that I started becoming a person I didn't want to be. Mm. And throughout the summer, actually before I left, because I left in about November, is uh, I started drinking every night. Ooh. Would have a, started with a swig of scotch that turned into two and every day for three months I was drinking until I just woke up one day, came home, like have another step, like, this isn't me. Like, this is <laughs> why am else. I drinking every night? Yeah. So, you know, that was a person that I didn't want to become. And obviously when you have kids, I know you <laughs> got, I uh, was at a daughter and a son. Mm-hmm. Two, yeah, two so, sons and a daughter. Yeah. Two sons and a daughter. Oh man, your hands are full. I only got two and like, oh man, I don't know if you can do three, man. That's like superpowers right there. Mm -hmm. Patience and productivity. Yeah. But just thinking about like the person that I'm becoming, like, I don't want to be like that for my daughter. And, um, you know, you start, th you start thinking about your life in different ways, right? Like, and kids are the accelerator. Yes, they are. So that's the, that's the story that people don't know. <laughs> Man, I, I really love that. And I like how you put it, right? You said, hey, people know this, this, and this, but this is what they don't know. And, and sometimes we gloss over that because it was something that we wanted to do internally. It was something that we didn't like and it helped us propel to that direction. Yeah. But then we don't, I mean, it's in the back of our minds. We don't, we don't actively talk about it because either it's taboo or either it's, you know, mm -hmm. it's, it's just different. Like we're constantly comparing ourselves with others and it never stops. Even, even after you make six, seven, eight figures, you're still going to compare yourself because that's the neat, that's a human nature. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, part of, especially what we teach in our program. And a lot of times I've heard like some philosophical conversations on your podcast, previous yeah. episodes is that, you know, there's this innate thing that we're going to compare for sure. It's always there. You can't abolish it. Right. But I think what separates a lot of people that, that move them over the edge and just get more success is that they have the ability to accept where they are yeah. and then just focus and have that certainty to focus. Okay. I'm going to do this because that's going to get me to the next stage, even though there's all this other stuff going on around me, people are winning and all that but yeah. I'm here, but just acceptance, I think is a powerful trait. Yes. That acceptance and being graceful with ourselves, right? being mm -hmm. compassionate with ourselves because a lot of times we can be it's it's much easier to being compassionate with others than being compassionate with ourselves mm -hmm. right so having having the grace having the compassion to ourselves is monumental 
And uh, I, I recently was reached out by my cousin and she's like, Hey, I want to start a blog, but I'm really scared, but I'm still want to do it because I've just have this urge to, you know, just spill, spill the beans. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that's amazing. You know, I, I encouraged uplifted and you know, that's what we, that's that's what entrepreneurs do, right? We, no matter what it is, we pour in positivity because we know how hard it is as an entrepreneur. Yes. And that pull that you just said that she felt pulled to do this. Right. And I think, but then, yeah, we have the pull, but then there's all this fear. And then sometimes we just need that little, little jolt from somebody or something or something to kind of light that fire, you know, for, for your sister, it might've just been you. And, you know, just like how you teach people, for example, how to create their own studios, there's this like pull. And I think that's, that's that pull that allows us to continue to be pulled through the fear and continue, even when it's hard and not working, yes. we continue to do it because we're pulled, not pushed. I think that's a great point there. Absolutely. You're, you're right, man. So you mentioned that one of the main reasons that you got into doing this mm -hmm. was you were not feeling happy. You were not the person that you like, you became a person that you didn't want to be or didn't feel like that was your core and you know, happiness and all those things. What keeps you motivated? And one thing you mentioned was your parent was your kids that kind of answers the question, but what else keeps you motivated to keep moving in the direction you're going? Yeah, that's a good question. Definitely the uh, kids are part of it. And, you know, I believe that you have to lead yourself first before you can lead others, not only with your clients, but also your kids. Like they, mm -hmm. they do what they see rather than they do what you tell, right? Yes. More so. And, you know, I wanted to create strong daughters. So I had to be a strong person, no matter the fear. There's nothing more fearful than not making mortgage payment in 30 yeah. days and like, as a nobody online. Yeah. So, you know, I think, so that, you know, that started that, right. That's, that's like short-term energy to get going, but in terms of like longer term energy and doing what you do, even though, you know, like Facebook decides to change its algorithms and all your ads just screw up and you waste $5,000, <laughs> not like that happened, just wink, wink. Um, yeah. But like what keeps you pulled and, or what keeps me motivated and pulled is really the vision that I see for coaches. Like when I was in this industry, you know, there was a lot of great coaches better than better than me, like way better than me. And if you just would look like, why are they struggling? Yeah. <laughs> so smart. And they get all these things like I'm, I would pay for them. Like I have paid for other coaches for mentoring, but why? And what I saw was like, everybody is teaching these coaches how skills and being smarter and being very academic, but nobody's teaching these coaches to be leaders in their field. Yeah. And, you know, that obviously came through the birth of what's being pulled and then the mechanism or the vehicle, uh, what I do is being able to be creative and teach them how to be a leader through and have influential messaging. That's 100% accurate. Being able to direct the folks to be leaders because number one, who is a leader, right? How do we define mm -hmm. a leader? 
are we defining leaders as somebody who is teaching a class, somebody who's standing up there as a speaker in a pulpit? Are those the two examples of leaders that most people are looking at, or is there more something more innate? That's a really good question. A very good distinction in there. And I'll, you know, give it to my opinion based on all the folks that we have coached and mentored. So, you know, we have this picture of this leader in our head and we all have these beliefs about what that should be. And a lot of the times in my field, uh, well, when I was in the like the um, gym industry, right, like fitness, nutrition, and a lot of people think leaders are just being the smartest out there, like mm. the most academically smart, right? I'm going to outsmart you and get better results with my clients. So, but what really is, and this transfers to all of the coaching industry, which um, um, whom we work with, is a leader. Okay, is somebody that is certain in themselves, certain in what they do, and certain that they can help others achieve the same level. Mm-hmm. And through that, through that certainty, certain in themselves, certain what they do, and certain to helping others achieve that, they can lead themselves through resistance all the time. Wow. I like the trifecta of certainty, right? Thank you. Yeah. It's a C cubed. <laughs> C cubed. I like that. Right. First lesson C cubed. Yeah. Because, you know, in this industry, no matter what you do, if you're going to have an online business, we don't have that in person connection anymore. Right. Right. I'm not in front of you. And that's, that's also why, like, you know, when we go to conferences, like we feel so good after, you know, <laughs> meeting people, it's just that like, just, just something about that energy, but we don't have that. Right. Just you and I talking on zoom, which is great face to face, but it's just that presence isn't there. So when that presence is gone, then we, we don't have the body language, the cues, the energy exchange, right. Feeding off each other. Yeah. Um, we just have like, really, it's just, ones and zeros going across the country here. (laughs) So what's left? Well, certainty, like you have to show up in your messaging, if to your audience, whomever that may be, with certainty, C cubed. And there's a certain energy when you speak, there's a certain energy in your voice, there's a certain energy in your pitch and your tone, and even your mannerisms that create that attraction. And we're like, wow, you know, Junaid is what he talks about it like really resonates like he really believes in this stuff mm-hmm. and that's when we start creating the power that attracts people because power really is about attraction rather than force which is forcing yeah 10 million pieces of content on you a day <laughs> <laughs> forget about it oh my god it's so good so good i love that because when you really you know, there's motivation and there's inspiration. I was listening to Alan mm-hmm. Watts and he talks oh, about nice. you want to be inspiring somebody so they do it on mm-hmm. their own. They're inspired to do it as opposed to motivate somebody because that's still forcing. Yeah, that's like preaching, right? Putting right. it on you. And, yeah. you know, I get inspired by people who just get after it, right? They lead by example. So, for example, like, you know, uh, 
like does it say doing organic and posting on their feed and all that and even if they get like let's say zero likes man they're still going at it consistent yes. every day with their matches and like yes. i look i'm like wow this person is just really getting out and that catches my attention like what is it who what does this person do yeah <laughs> and yeah. you know that's a great example of the race between the tortoise and the hare Mm-hmm. Yes, the hare is very fast, but he gets distracted. Do something quickly, distracted. Oh, I can do it. I can do it tomorrow. I, you know, I could do it later. I, and I'll still win. But the fact of the matter is, the tortoise keeps putting in the effort mm-hmm. minute after minute after minute. It's like, hey, I know this is hard, but if I just keep doing this till I get to the finish line, I'm going to win. And that's, that's what happens, right? The tortoise wins because it was slow and steady. So if you're posting content and you're not getting feedback, you're not getting, don't worry about it. Just keep posting the content because there will be a time when somebody comes back and looks at your stuff and like, Oh my God, this guy's talking about some really good stuff. I need to bring them on, on my show as a guest or I need to chat with him, or what is he offering? How can I support? Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of like full circle, mm-hmm. going back into where you're creating because you're pulled, not because you're pushed. And I'm sure when you started with this uh, podcast, you know, was you weren't where you are now, like in the yeah. first 10 shows, right? And, you know, you're a great example of building this show to where it is now, like, you know, consistency, because you're pulled by a vision, you're pulled to do this. So, you know, for, for coaches, I think we tend to put our validation too much on the engagement and being validated by that. And then when it doesn't happen, that expectation doesn't get met. We see that as failure. And then we start comparing ourselves rather than again, full circle back to the pull, what's pulling you to do what you do to show up and the the CQ, CQ was branded right here. The certainty in yourself. If you have certainty in yourself, who cares? Who cares if you get likes or not? The people who want to read it will read it. Not all, not all buyers are also engagers Mm -hmm. and the certainty in your process. If you have something innovative, people need to hear it. And the certainty that people can change, right? If you can help them. And I think all of that is so good because if you think about it, right, you've, you've have, you have the desire, bring mm-hmm. the content out and it's helping you grow a seedling out there. Doesn't care if you're looking at it, looking at it or not, it's going to continue to grow, break through yeah. the ground if it has to to show, you know, absorb that sunlight. And it's, it's really amazing because I tell people weed is the mm-hmm. best example in the nature, how mm-hmm. weed grows, no matter what, they just looking for the opportunity, right? They're breaking through concrete. They're breaking through asphalt because they found the opportunity and they are taking full advantage of it. Yes, absolutely. And they just keep at it no matter how much roundup you spray there. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They keep at it. <laughs> My goodness. Uh, Kevin, it's been so much fun chatting with you, man. This is this has been a very enlightening conversation. Plus, I feel like I've learned a ton that I can 
take back like I can take all of this information back to my own things that I'm working on. I it it could be on you know working on my course, working on my consultations, working on my uh, web development, whatnot. Like all of this can easily be applied to any aspect in my business or in my life because it's it's positive. Um, yeah, there is principles. So share some three main points that you help others resolve through your coaching program. So three main points that we help others resolve. So yeah, good question. So point number one, uh, obviously we turn coaches into leaders so that they can walk with other leaders. Point number two is that uh, we help them build communities uh, it's through the Facebook group and email list. And then lastly, we help them create influential messaging to attract sophisticated clients. There you have it, guys. Connect with Kevin and he can help you become a leader, build a community and create conversions. Is that right? Did I? Yeah, you got it, my friend. You All got right. it. All right. This is the fun part of the conversation, man. I mean, we've, we've had, we've been having really a lot of fun, you know, going a little deep, going, talking about the little, little stories about the, the hair and the, and the tortoise, the tortoise yeah, the tortoise, a lot of right? nice analogies, seedlings, weeds, oh we got God. all in there, I metaphors, love, raining metaphors, the metaphors in this podcast, guys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love them. And, um, I'm, I have some real quick shot questions to get to know a little more about Kevin. So number one, what is the one hobby that you wish you got into? Okay. So the one that I wish I got into was playing the piano mm. because I wanted to like, just with all the brain science and all that works a different part of the brain and hand eye coordination and all that. Yeah. So that, and because I'm a creative person, just music, making music is just a different part of that. So it's just real cool. I want to. Wish I took it up. Nice, nice, nice. I love it. What did you want to be when you were a child? Yeah, you know, I was thinking about this one and there's, there's actually two things, but I'm going to take this other one because I think it's actually kind of funny too. Well, some people have a laugh on it. So I know you like superheroes. So mm -hmm. uh, in grade five, you know, I was thinking about this and in grade five, I, we, I was picked on a lot as a kid and by like the grade sixers and same with a few of my other friends they were picked on so i see these kids and we get picked on bullied or whatever so i decided to make a superhero club and like we it. would be it was like a group of five of us <laughs> this thing that's <is> so stupid <laughs> so it was a group of five of us and i gave them like superhero cards mm -hmm. i'm like this is your card and i forgot what i called the club but we would have, I would assign patrol dates where, Ooh. okay, you're going to, and I would give them a stick. I'm like, this is the stick that you carry and we're going to patrol at four o'clock and you're going to be, you're going to be on this day and you're going to be this day and I'm going to be on this day. <laughs> that was, that's, so that's I wanted really to be cool. a superhero. <laughs> yeah. No, I really like that because I remember that we had something similar we called and it wasn't until like, till 2019 when I went and met my, my friend from 
25 years ago who I went to college with or high school with and he was like remember we, we used to call we used to walk around the neighborhood and we call ourselves stray shadows <laughs> and it was really interesting like I, I'm still trying to remember what we were doing but around that time I had like enrolled and, and then done some jeet kundu or kickboxing mm -hmm. so that was really interesting like we did something like that similar to <laughs> that's funny yeah our next question what is your favorite movie or tv show i would have to say gladiator i'm all about the whole duty honor kind of thing and fighting for your honor <laughs> oh man that, that movie was amazing yeah i've seen that movie about seven times yeah yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 around the same number because he russell crow was just did an amazing job yes and yeah and that role he did a really good job he did a really good one awesome next one what movie would you choose if you got to play a character in it ah uh, hands down Tony Stark. Oh, because he's a Tony rich Stark. dude, but <laughs> his behaviors, I, I really like. So I like, you know, how, you know, you probably, you probably watch like all the Marvel phases, but in the yeah. Avengers, I just love how he cuts the tension and he just makes like serious situations. He just throws in a joke yeah. <laughs> of some sort. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, well, he's so certain that he knows he's going to solve that problem. So he doesn't really mm -hmm. care. He's going to be himself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. He, he, and then the entire growth journey of, of Tony Stark himself during the entire four phases was really amazing to watch too. Watching him grow, watching him grow, yeah. his <laughs> character grow. And, and that's, that's the accurate picture of how human beings are. We're constantly growing. We're not stuck in one. Oh no, this guy always does the thing, same thing. No, we're not, we're not stuck in time, you know? So that was really awesome. So next question is right up that alley. Who is your favorite superhero? <laughs> I'm going to go and flip the script from Marvel to DC now <laughs> <laughs> as a superhero. I always like the innovative ones that don't aren't born with powers. So I would say Batman because mm -hmm. one, aside from being really rich, he has to be innovative. He's coming up with all these gadgets. Plus yeah. he has to like keep up his physique to be top performing because he is not gifted with powers like Superman. Right. As he right. smarts. No, you're, you're absolutely right. And Iron Man is in that same, you know, same boat. If you think about it, you know, he's, physical like he's not strong physically like like mm -hmm. batman is but he's also doesn't have any superpowers without his suit yes it's really good to see that um aspect in all the movies all right last question and it's a it's a fun one it's not listed in the in the email in in the form ah, <laughs> throw me off question all right let's bring if it if you if you were a board game what would it be a board game oh yeah so hold on let me think about this now okay now i have to get really a little geeky here do you ever play dungeons and dragons 
I have not. I've okay. seen it played many times, but so it's not Dungeons and Dragons because I've never played it. Uh, but I played a flavor of it called Lords of Waterdeep. <laughs> Ooh, Lords of Water. And yeah, because I heard it was like an upgrade to Catan at the time. Uh-huh. But here, here's why I would be that. Um, it's because in that game, there's multiple ways to win. Mm. So even though you're at a disadvantage, you have to you have to creatively think how else you could win. Um, oh, I guess it's kind of like chess, but there's all okay. this medieval stuff and characters yeah, yeah. and all that. So I so as a board game, I'm gonna make you think and throw nice. throw wrenches in your life. <laughs> no, I really like that. That's really cool. I'll have to check out that game. It's um, it's definitely less complex than the other games. Because Catan is is a lot less complex too. It's really simple. You just yeah. gotta set the board up. Yeah. And exactly. I got like two Catan sets, some extra sets as well. So, you know, we can do like a 10 player Catan. Oh, you have the expansion packs. If, yeah, yeah, expansion yeah. packs. Well, that's, it's, pretty, yeah. it's pretty fun. A friend told us this was the upgrade because of the, it's not based on chance. It's like based on now strategy. <laughs> oh, even. And how you can also mess up another person too. <laughs> oh, my God. Kind of like building a road. Right in the mm-hmm. middle of their road, like sorry, yeah. you can't continue your road. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. And there's a few and there's multiple ways in that other game. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, appreciate it. Um, Kevin, for your time. How can where can my audience find you? Uh, I'm most active actually in my Facebook group, giving uh, trainings, coaches, two coaches, whether it be on leadership or messaging. Uh, you can find me at uh, the Facebook group Clients Through Connection for Coaches. I love it. Thank you so much, Kevin. We'll be sure to include the links to the group uh, in and your website if you have one for people you know want, looking to join your consultation in the show notes. So we'll include the links to the, to the group and your site uh, in the show notes. And thank you so much for coming on again. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this Hacks and Hobbies episode. Junaid would love to hear from you. So please leave a rating or a review on Apple Podcasts. Visit hacksandhobbies.com to find additional information on the guest today, as well as the show notes.